We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome to DC. On every pack of cigarettes, said Surgeon General says that the content could be dangerous for you, to your health. I love it when you get a warning. I'm warning you now. This is no daycare operation today. And my boy Jack, he's in for he's having a little bit of minor surgery. It's uh, it's minor. It's no big thing. He's not hurt. He's okay. A little bit of cosmetic touch up, but I think he's going to be okay. Eminem is uh, on IR for the day. And I walk in today and I go, oh, no, they didn't. They did. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I can't believe it. Essex, I, I just, you of all people. I'm hitting relief today. Yeah, you are. You are. And you're playing hurt, too. I like that. You know, you're playing hurt. Well, we got to fight through this. Today... This is rated beyond anything you could believe. I will say this. If you're under 21, you this might not be for you. Uh, if you don't feel good about yourself, this is not going to work for you today. You really have to be feeling yourself. It's going to be a different show, and I'm letting you in on that right now. Burgundy and Gold today. Uh, Brother Galdi, as in Al. My former tag team partner will be with us in about 12 minutes. I am reaching out today. I know we have the highest IQ of listeners between 12 and 3 in the country. I'm going to lean on you today. I'm going to need you because one of my dear friends, Clarence Goldsboro Jr., you know, we, we have a lot of fun with the Cowboy, with Cowboy Nation all year. We know how it's going to end. It's one of those rare things in life that you don't think is predictable, but yet you know it is predictable. I've always been complexed as to how the Chicago Cubs were the lovable losers. We've been taught to compete. You go after things hard, yet and still, this great sports city has a club that doesn't win, yet they're adored. I've never been able to quite figure that thing out. And then they won. 
And you remember that. I mean, the whole idea of that, a whole generation that went through it. When I think about things like that, the Cleveland Browns, what they're going through right now. 65, you, you think of Jim Brown, the great Jim Brown, and, and the pride. And their fan base doesn't suck. They're better than almost 98% of the NFL's fan bases because they don't whine like biatches. They don't not come when their product is terrible. They post every game. They travel. They're not affected by the outcome. Think about that. They give. The, they almost they treat them like their parents. Your kids. You never get caught, caught up in the outcome. It's just the effort. Well, but then also with this fan base, you got to think this is a fan base that is known for putting bags on their head when they play bad. bad. But they still show up. But they show up. They show up even if they are they embarrassed up. and depressed about and depressed. the act exactly. of the on the field. They are still there. And the New Orleans Saints, remember with the bad bags, what they went through. They fought through it. And ultimately they were rewarded. But I start thinking about that. What you go, well, where does all this coming coming from? It's coming from the fact that the empty seats that I've seen at FedEx. And I'm going, how dare you? People that have given you, when we start talking about what our once proud fan base was all about, and I'm saying, no, no, we don't, we don't give that up. We don't let anybody come in here from the outside and rip that away. And I go, man, what is it about Cleveland and their base? Buffalo, their team is above average. Yet they believe that they're the best thing on since sliced bread. They're fundamentally flawed. Their defense is just above average. They don't have a running game. They got a great quarterback. And if you were smart, you bet on them to lose. And you're winners against Cincinnati. Now here's what I here's what you go. Where's this all going? It's all going to the Burgundy and Gold fan base. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop expecting somebody to come in here and clean up your act. The Cincinnati Bengals were terrible for damn near 30 years. And guess what? They were rewarded. This Burrow kid, this offensive coach that we kind of mocked, the defensive coach, I keep hearing about how many defensive geniuses we have. You don't have him. You know what he does? He gives Kansas City. You know what he does to Andy Reid? He gives him the finger. They beat them three times in a row. And we don't want to accept it. We don't want to pay attention because you're so caught up in your own little crap. Is he going to sell? Who gives a damn what he does? He doesn't do anything while he's here. Focus on the play. You know what we got? We got some good players. What I've witnessed throughout watching all of these playoffs is go, my God. We don't suck. We got some ballers. Now, we got to get our brain trust in order. We got to get these pretenders out and get some real thugs in and leaders. But we're closer than I thought watching the playoffs. I thought, huh. Then I feel that my my dear friend comes to mind. Goldsboro, he's become conditioned to this. Cowboy Nation, they don't really expect to win. But yet the American, look at the public. They're top 10. They're always ranked 
Oh, God, yep. Yet you know it's not going to happen. Okay, it's just not going to happen. And this poor kid, Dak Prescott, I mean, you don't feel sorry for him. He Look, they're easy to mess with, right? Not him. I want, I'm asking you to give him some Cubs love. I'm asking you right now, and I know it's going to be a little bit kind of you thinking, well, what, what do you mean? The Cowboys, you're laughing at their disappointment. You know what? If anybody ever needed a hug right now, it's Dak Prescott. I agree with you, but I'd argue that the difference between the Cubs and Dak is Dallas is a good team, They're and the Cubs good. were for many decades not. And it wasn't like oh they're pushing for getting a okay. pennant or well, anything. How do you how do you how do you explain the numbers that Dallas represents in television, in viewing, and travel? Look, they know they're not going anywhere, but yeah. yet they continue to follow. It's like it's like in the old vampire movies, you know. Once you get bit, you're done. You, you're done. You're a zombie. And what I'm looking at, I'm going, well, what do they see that we don't see? You know, they're trying to force this poor kid who's giving you, and he's the nicest guy. It'd be so easy if he was like, even Romo was a nice guy. I like Tony. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always knew he was going to F it up. Eventually he's going to throw up. But again, there was something about him like an ugly dog. You just couldn't hate him. You know, it, it's different. They didn't like Troy. Troy was easy not to like because he's very talented. Tony's got the golden retriever kind of the, vibe. There you go. There you go. That's where it's at. And I'm thinking right now, man, it's just, at what point are we going to stop kicking these poor kids around? Every show is on, you, you flip around the deal. What are they talking about? Not Kansas City and their quarterback who's in a world of trouble. This is the worst game to be in against somebody you're 0 for 3 against. No matter how great you are, Mahomie, you ain't beat this boy. And he's a bad man. All this Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron's earned it. Aaron's a terrific passer. Let's get specific. He's a great passer. Beautiful to watch him sling it around. But he's not a real winner. He's got a hole in his game. He's a self-centered jerk who wants the whole world to just he wants to be oxygen to everybody. Sorry, you don't win enough. Not going to happen, okay? But I, my my thing is, and I'm doing this for my dear friend, because I, poor Dak, can you, what do you do right now if you're Dak Prescott? Can you cut a television on? on? Seriously. So he gave up two picks. If you're so bad, if you're the big, bad Dallas Cowboys, can't overcome it. Gave up 19 points. And your defense is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be funny. Very, very good. But not good enough to win. You know, flat out. You're not good enough to win. But yet, we are stuck with this now because every sports entity ties up all their space talking about a team that if they didn't lose this last week, they were going to lose this week. The one thing you know they're going to lose, okay, they're not it. No matter how bad you want it to happen, and they happening. It's not happening. And when they got their teeth kicked in here against the burgundy and gold, 
All I can sit back and think, my God, just think if we weren't mismanaged. I mean, just for a second, think about it. Just think about it. If we could get our leaders to get their ego, put their ego aside, and actually put the kids first. Wow. And the beautiful situation here is that no matter what happens, we're in limbo. You're in limbo because you're toxic to a lot of people. Okay, let me do an example. Guy comes home from work, goes to his wife, says, hey, honey, uh, I got a call from Washington, the commanders. There's a job opening. She looks at you and goes, are you out of your mind? Do you think me and <clears throat> Theodore and, <clears throat> and Carlin are going to pack up and go into that toxic, un- where's the stability at? You're going to risk all of us? For- are you serious? Right? Now the question, to sell or not to sell, is this going to happen or not? Most of the shows coming in, I'm listening to JP, listening to Ben Hurst and and, uh, Brother Rooster, fighting, wondering, is there really intrigue? Your guy's broke. The power's in money. Your guy had to borrow. He ain't the guy. He's got no voice in this whatsoever. He's a pawn. And if you don't believe that, then you probably have Bitcoin. You probably got all kind of currency. You probably got a lot of different things that are useless. This deal is done. The question is, is he going to go? It's done. All right? Believe it or not. Quick break. We come back. My tag team partner, Al Galdi, back. Got to get his response. I think he believes like I believe he's sympathetic. Are we too hard on deck, Prescott? Back in a moment. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to AtBat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Burgundy and gold today. Doc Walker on the microphone. My man, Matt, Maddie E is on controls. We don't get the privilege. He's been called up to the bigs. So nice for him to come back and not forget the littles as we roll here. Brother Galdi, 
is uh, in makeup. He's about to walk out on the runway. Can't wait to get his take because uh, he understands and has a soft spot in his heart for Brother Goldsboro, as do I. And I wonder, Al, you know how many years we've been doing this thing, same thing during the same time of the year? Long time, my friend. Long time. A lot of similar conversations over the years, no doubt. Yeah, it is. And I spoke to him last night. And I re- and here's where I'm at today, Al. You're a big baseball guy. And the Cubs. And how they became the lovable Cubs. Yet they were lovable losers. And it's so weird in our society because, you know, we're strong. We want the champ. We want this. And I, I look at this image that has been built, and I go, poor Dak Prescott. I mean, he's been beat up like a, like, like a beach ball. And I just wonder, do you find any sympathy in this? Are we too harsh? Are we pressing <laughs> winning way too much? No, I don't think so. Uh, you know, not to get biblical on you, DOC, but to whom much is given, much is expected. Uh, a lot has been given to Dak in terms of money, uh, in terms of playmakers, in terms of, you know, stature, right? He's the quarterback of uh, what is supposedly America's team, although I- I'm still trying to figure out when exactly uh, that became certified. But, you know, I-, I talked about this on my podcast, the Al Galdi podcast this week. I think what the Cowboys have in Dak is exactly what they had in Tony Romo, a guy who is too good to get rid of. He's too good to move on from, but he's not good enough to carry you to a Super Bowl. Like if Dak is ever going to lead the Cowboys to, I don't know, an NFC championship game, even uh, he's going to need more help. You know, he's not someone, he's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not a Josh Allen. He's not a Joe Burrow, a guy who can truly elevate a team, you know, put it on his back and take it, to the NFL's Final Four, let alone the Super Bowl. Like, he needs more help. And, you know, you, you could say, well, he already has gotten a lot of help. Yeah, it seems like he needs more. Because I think what you have in him is someone who's too good to get rid of, but who's not good enough to get you Lombardi, certainly not on his own. Hold it, Al. Jerry Jones, who, if nothing else, is pretty good with money. He's got the richest franchise in the world, and they haven't done anything of significance in 27 years. Now, that genius or not? So I'm trying to (laughs) uncover, what does this all come about? I mean, look, the Bengals were terrible 30 years. Guess what? That dog is gone to sleep. They're dominant. They may have the best. To me, if you ask me right now, you can have one guy. On your team, I'm taking Joe Burrow. Yeah. He's a killer. And he's I'm clutch. taking Joe Burrow. And that's who has it. And not only do they have a great quarterback, their coach now, not just the offensive side, but the defensive guy who you never hear his name is also pitching shutouts against the Chiefs. He went up to Buffalo and again. Hamlin, man, God rest. I'm so happy for him. But that's the biggest hype. They get their, their fans get more pub in the football team. And they don't have a running game. Defense is average. Secondary is depleted. And they it just got kicked in the teeth, and there was nothing they could do about it. By the Bengals who were going without three of their offensive linemen, I will stop at this point. 
and go, the best coaches and operations are advancing and then making others look ignorant in the process. So what you're saying is that Dallas overpaid their quarterback. Uh, well, look, you have to pay to get even like solid quarterback play these days. So I don't know necessarily that he got overpaid because guys are, are going to end up surpassing him by the bucket loads as time goes on here. But I think Dallas has to understand what he is. He's, say, a top 15 quarterback, but he's not top 10. He's certainly not top five. And, I mean, we've seen this. Like, in the postseason, it's been a very mixed bag. He lit up the Bucks in the wild card round, but he got outplayed by Brock Purdy this past Sunday night. I don't think anyone would dispute that. And, you know, on, on the Cowboys, too, you look at it. I mean, the Cowboys have a lot of money invested in individual players, which, look, when you're America's team, I guess that's, that's the kind of thing that you do. But, I mean, I find the Ezekiel Elliott contract now to be hysterical. The Cowboys extended him when they never had to do that. They totally caved in to his demands. Zeke is one of the most expensive players in the NFL at this point in terms of non-quarterbacks. And he's not even the best running back on the team, and everyone knows this, and this has been the case for a couple of seasons now. Pollard is better than Zeke. I think any Cowboys fan will tell you that. But the Cowboys have all of this money. Galdi, Galdi, people trust you, man. Are (laughs) you telling me this team that generates the number one ratings in all of television, that seals more gear than any team in in sports, you telling me they made a bad decision with the quarterback, and the little chubby kid who's a running back, who he used to be pretty good. And I'm just trying to figure out because I got a friend who's in pain right now. And what you're telling me is not only did they get skunked, but it's going to get worse? Oh, here are your Ezekiel Elliott cap hits the next four years. $16.7 million, $14.3 million, $17.1 million, $16.6 million. Now, I know the cap keeps going up, yeah. but he's not, he's not even the best running back on the team, okay? And you're, and you're paying him minute, close Al. to $20 See, Al, million dollars a year. The, Al, I'm serious. There are people in pain right now. <laughs> and so you're turning this into a joke. This is not Saturday Night Live. We're talking hey. about people's futures and their betting interests. And you're telling me the number one ranked team, most viewed team, most popular team has overpaid their quarterback and their running back. And didn't the kid who's really good get hurt in the game against the 49ers? Yeah. I mean, what are you saying, Al? Well, I heard a rumor that the Cowboys are going to sign Zeke to another extension. Uh, I think that that may be coming up. I got to double check the internet there, but I, I think Jerry's actually working on another extension with Zeke. So, I, look, you got to you got to you got to lock him up more. I mean, he's only oh, under God. contract for another four years. You got to tack on at least another five at this point. Oh man. Well, I'm just trying to set it straight because you do things you you have friends you care about, and. For these people to have all these logos and things on their cars and their boats and their homes and whatever, I'm wondering, how could anything be that popular that's unsuccessful? It's amazing how that works, isn't it? No, I'm asking for answers because I don't have it. Yeah. You know, and so I'm trying to figure this thing out. 
Here we are, and if you've watched everything I've watched, all the shows that are on, and the lead story on all of the one- to two-hour formats was about, A, a team that's out. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're done. They're out, but yet they're still leading shows, and we're talking about a guy, and his teammates are talking about him in a way that he's begging and telling everybody he's going to do better. And and I just and the same thing happened with the guy, the 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 ego maniac in Green Bay, who was out a week or so ago, and they're still talking about him. He can't win a game. He can't win at home. Doesn't he make fifty million? Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah okay, he I does. thought so. So I'm just I'm confused, and I'm just wondering about. So are these people the best con artists on earth, and have they really got the best thing going? Are the imbeciles who pay them all this money, and support them in a way? Or am I the guy that's off the rocker? Well, you value something that uh, I don't think everyone values as much anymore. That's, you know, winning. That that, that silly little thing I know called it. winning. I know it. I, you know, yeah, I, I, know. I, 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 I don't know what to do about that. No. I know I'm supposed to adjust to this new currency, this new economy, this new – our leadership is the most – startling thing now that I'm trying to get my hands wrapped around. Who do you follow? Because it seems like the people at the top are nuts. And if you judge them by their decisions, you go say, oh, you got to be kidding me. So at what, what point and what, who do you trust? It's difficult in these times of uncertainty and in these times of not knowing exactly What's happening here? I mean, they, they, uh, the Aaron Rodgers thing is funny to me, too, because he, he's doing a press conference within the last week or so, and he's talking about how can he still win an MVP. And it's like, <laughs> why are you talking about whether you can win an MVP? Why aren't you talking about can I still win a Super Bowl? You know, and it's like, I, I think that in a nutshell is kind of you know <laughs> where things are at with him. Yeah, man, uh, it's, it, you know, that's the way that it is. I, I think it is so interesting that in the NFC uh, divisional round, you know, you had a guy in Brock Purdy, a seventh-round pick. You had a guy in Jalen Hurts, a second-round pick. You can even throw Dak into the mix. You had a guy who was a fourth-round pick. And yeah. they're more outliers than they are the norm. I get that. But, you know, it's not always as simple as who makes the most money, who was the highest draft choice. You know, there's a lot more to it than that. And uh, I think especially with San Francisco, I mean – I remember in 2018 when the Skins' top two quarterbacks broke their right legs, okay, in a period of three weeks, Alex Smith and Colt McCoy, and the Mm. season was ruined. Here you have San Francisco. Its top two quarterbacks have gone out due to injury this season, and the Niners are in the conference championship game. I mean, think about that. And with a rookie who was the very last pick in this most recent NFL draft, like – that's how you do it. That's how you have a program. You know, the Eagles. I mean, I can't stand the Eagles. I hope they get blown out on Sunday. But – Two years ago, Washington played Philadelphia in a Week 17 game. The Eagles essentially tanked the game, fired their head coach a few weeks later, and yet here we are two years later. Washington still has not had a winning regular season since then, and the Eagles are a powerhouse that's hosting the NFC Championship game on Sunday. Good programs do exist. They're not always easy to find, but they do exist. And thank the Eagles. I mean, the Bengals, as Coach would say, their offensive approach and their defensive approaches right now are beyond stellar. The ability to select players that come out of the draft and are the best at their position or among the best is stellar. 
you have to judge programs how you recover off injury. They've lost three stars in the offensive line, and they're moving forward. And so I, I look at this and I go, even if you hated them, what would you hate? I, and, I, and I'm looking at special teams in every different category and who we thought was winning on the coaching side in Buffalo now that you pull the mask down and you see the brains went to New York. <laughs> and they had a garbage program led by Fred Flintstone's yeah. brother, Barney, and they kicked him out of there in one year. Give New York Giants credit. They dumped their trash. Yep. Most people don't dump their trash. They just set it out, but they don't dump it. They dumped their trash and, and ended up with a gym. So I'll lead you to this because people, and if you're not following the Al Galdi podcast, you just don't want to learn, learn what's going on. What happens here ownership-wise, do you believe? And are, are you part of a group? If you can't say it, I'll understand. But what's happening here ownership-wise? And then second of all, our offensive coordinator. Well, I just finished having lunch with Jeff Bezos. I'm uh, okay. not at liberty to discuss. Okay, that, uh, I understand that. I understand that. Yeah, it, it was actually me, Jeff Bezos, and Jay Z. We, we yeah. actually had a good time. It good, was pretty good. good, uh, good. Yeah. Did yeah. you drink? So, were they alcohol, uh, sir? I, just just ice water. It's, okay, it's only uh, you know the twelve o'clock hour. But okay, yeah, all right. Uh, no, no. Look, I, I think uh, I, I think the uh, ultimate glory is coming. I do think the ownership change is happening. I, I think it's telling that since the news broke that uh, your pals Dan and Tanya were exploring a sale in early November, all of the reporting has continued to be that the sale is happening and that a majority of the ownership, at the very least, is being sold. This isn't like a minority transaction. So I think it's coming, and uh, you know I think we all would agree it hopefully comes sooner rather uh, than later. Now, I, I think it, it's fascinating because I think this ownership change has very much saved Ron Rivera. I think in a normal environment where you don't have an, a sale going on, mm-hmm. I think it very well could be that Ron would have been fired already. But because of the sale, it, it's, it's crazy, but the sale ended up immunizing Ron to being fired this offseason, and it certainly doesn't feel like he's going anywhere. You know, as far as offensive coordinator, I, I will say this. I do like that the team is interviewing a lot of different people. I think that that's smart. I think it's good to get a lot of different opinions. I mean, at the very least, you can use this as kind of a fact-finding mission of getting outside offensive minds to come to you and tell you what they think of your operation, what they think of your players. And I think that can help you down the line. But look, we watch. I wish I could the, believe that, but I don't. I wish I could. Okay. Now, no, I really they, wish, look, like you, that I could. I just don't. Well, They're showing you the people they had on their team they wouldn't even put in the damn game. Right under their own yeah. nose, and you think a group is going to come from the outside? I don't buy that. Well, you may this be right about also, that. Also, every black saying, coach has to be interviewed, so don't get thrown off by all this circus of people coming in. Rooney Rule, they've got to do that. And in the end, it's like musical chairs. When the music stops, all their friends and friends of family will still be up, and they'll be who chosen. So who Prove do you think it's going to be, Zampezi? Whoever you, you know the closest, whoever's been the closest to you. That's the way it operates. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, I, I just know this. If I was doing this, I would interview a lot of people, and I would listen to everything they have to say. Because Washington's offense, since Kirk Cousins left, has been horrible. And so this team needs all of the help it can get and all of the input it can get from people who know offense. And so, you know, what Ron is doing with these interviews, I don't know. 
But I know what he should be doing, and that is he should be taking in as much intel as possible from people across the NFL. And, you know, I know that Ron and Martin said what they said at that season-ending presser a few weeks ago about wanting a running game-oriented offense. You know, knock yourself out. I don't think that is at all the way to go in 2023. That seems to be the way that they want to go. So, you know, we'll see if they end up getting someone who's in alignment with that. But, you know, you watch the NFL now. You see these teams that are in the postseason. These are all teams that throw the ball very effectively. Offensive-minded, yeah. Yes, Washington doesn't throw the ball effectively, hasn't thrown the ball effectively for five seasons now. And until that changes, it's going to be very hard for the commanders to be a good offensive team. Yeah, the, I, I'm with you. I mean, the proof's in the pudding. They, um, you can't make this up. I love the fact that we get a kid that comes in and plays one game and he's being compared with Purdy in terms of teams that beat a team, the almighty Cowboys. And I'm just going, if this could be a Saturday Night Live skit, it really could be. You telling me he didn't play all year? You had that on your bench? I know. I know. Seriously. And and he wasn't even supposed to start week 18. No, you know, Ron was no, going to start Taylor no, right. until Ron changed his mind. So Ron yeah. changed his mind or Heineke forced him into that? Heineke decided not to be the grab man, be the bag man. And he wasn't yeah, going to get well, played. Now, come on, we man. Know, we know that Ron will change his mind. We've seen that happen a few times these last few years. So yeah. he's, uh, he's he's prone to do that. And then we lose one of our best coaches. Now, that's the other thing to where I'm going, it, 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 not to be do a, the old wrestling, the pile driver, but you lose one of your most effective teachers on the defensive side who I'm not certain they even knew was under contract or wasn't under contract. <laughs> so you're laughing. Uh, yeah. You're laughing, but they didn't even know they were eliminated from the playoffs. So it, it sounds like we're doing a skit, but we're really not. The sad part is that we're serious. Well, you can't expect Ron to keep track of everything. That's true. Okay? I mean, stop, I you know, stop expecting him to know, know what the standings know, are I and know. the scenarios are. Okay? I am pushy, and I'm demanding, yeah. and I do expect to win. I, and I, I – I, I'm trying to change. Gosh, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I got to be more promotion oriented and That's start right. taking the That's real right. value out of our things, about things that we celebrate other than winning. Al, as always, you're a treasure. Thank you so much. As soon as something breaks, you'll be the first guy we call to get your reaction. Hey, my friend, left hand up. Don't forget that. That's okay? right, left hand up. Absolutely. Yes. The great That's right. Al Galdi. None but love for you, brother. He is the Al Galdi podcast. I don't care what the sport is. He is going to be on top of it. And also our love. We share a passion for baseball as well. The boss, Matt E says, time to break. We will do that. But when we come back, we will open this thing up. We'll open up these locker room doors here on Burgundy and Gold today. 301-230-0980. Remember, we're always, we are always live on and free on the Odyssey app. As always, we appreciate you reaching out on social media here on Burgundy and Gold today. You can get to me at Rick Doc Walker on Twitter. 
And a shout out from uh, <laughs> one of my one of my absolute best, G from the shop. And um, want you to put your hands together and your hearts together to give his a shout out to his stepfather. He just lost Daniel Blewett, and uh, he had to be a soldier to get the respect of uh, G from the shop. And um, my brother, nothing but the best for you. And, and your family and moms, and uh, and you'll get through it because you're built for it. You built, you built uh, canine tough. We, um, coming into this weekend, uh, last weekend, I mean, the Elite Eight, unbelievable. This is going to even be better. The stage is going to be set, and we're going to get more into the X's and O's as we get closer to it. Um, my former colleague at NBC4, Todd Whitthorn, who is in enemy territory, will uh, join us in the 1 o'clock hour. Getting more reaction. I do believe it's important to understand people in pain, the Chicago Cubs, the lovable losers, Cleveland Browns, and the fan base have been down. And as we try to answer questions as to why do we follow certain teams that don't deliver? What is the lure? What is it about it? And that's the beauty of it. Vaughn? We appreciate your patience. Welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. Well, it's a pleasure, Doc. And uh, one of the things I want to address and just um, have just curious about, and I want to see if you can give me some insight okay. to the best of your ability. You know, um, I know we're in a um, promoting type world now today, yes. but um, strategically, I want us to. I wanted to see if I'm trying to get a grasp of our perspective as far as personnel and coaching. Okay. And I look at San Francisco and Shannon Hand, and and I see what he's doing with with backup quarterbacks. You know, as far as still able to, you know, coach up talent and and still be successful. And I'm just um, baffled that our personnel and it seem like. The coaching we we have a lack of of, of of intelligence when it comes to coaching staff, you know, and, and making adjustments. I don't know if I'll be seeing some things, Doc, and I'll be trying to understand and figure out do everybody practice differently than we do? Because I know the league have a certain amount of time how they practice anything like that, but I just see a lot of the lack of preparation and, and a lot of. Uh, uh, um, Preparing of making adjustments and 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 looking at uh, um, mismatches and stuff like that, and we, I'm like, are we looking at tape of the coaches are these tell shop It's 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 just confusing to me. And I see all these other coaches and these other teams doing this. What is, you know, I'm, they have fallen the same rules of practicing like everybody else. Well, yeah. Well, you know well what I mean? here's what I do. I mean, you got to ask me more of a specific okay. question. I'm ranking us against the Cowboys. And the Niners. We played them both. We matched yes. up. I didn't feel we were outclassed. We beat beat the crap out of one of them and the other one. I felt we okay. were off to some – I didn't think we were outclassed. I thought we were in the race. My disappointment is that I think we underachieved. We underachieved. Okay. That's what pisses me off. We didn't have yes. to be rocky. We didn't have to be a story about overachievers. The crap with that. We were right in it going toe-to-toe. So Absolutely. I'm shocked. I'm pissed off that we didn't play last week because now yes. I'm watching it. I just watched Dallas 
I saw how we played against Dallas and the Niners and the Eagles. So why am I not supposed to feel like we should be playing? I'm not doing it because I'm a fan. I, I, I love I love burgundy and gold. No, I'm going yeah. off what I saw. Well, their backup players, it seems like all those other teams, they fill in with their backup players. I know game was part of injuries and stuff like that, but it seems like they just fill in. And I don't know if that's coaching. Is that coaching up? You know, if that's coaching or you coaching your players up or anything like that, because I'm looking at Shanahan. I'm going to start to compare him to Joe Gibbs. Oh, he's close. Yeah, well, look, look how many years he's been in the playoff. He's either in it or one game from it or loses in it. No. Vaughn, appreciate you, man. Holler back. 301-230-0980 is the number. Uh, When you call in, (laughs) be mindful of you talking to one of the great talents of all time, a man that someday may be hosting Saturday Night Live. Let's go to Dean in Gaithersburg. Dean, welcome to the program. Doc, Doc, Doc. Yes, sir. Okay, my man. All right. I, I mean, the reason why people love uh, our, our franchises uh, in this community, and, you know, we got lucky with Ravens, um, is because of, like, Colts. You know, Baltimore Colts needs to be in the Hall of Fame. All right. That whole uniform, whole jersey, everything. Yep. Ravens have, have done a great job with, with, with the Colts. All right, with, with what Baltimore has done. John Shuler, all the great people, Johnny United, uh, all, all the, you know, the Moore, have never left. You know, yeah, the, come on, exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that needs to go in the heart of things. But, you know, with you, Al, Kevin, uh, uh, Hall, you know, you got your producer there. I got you, Haney, the other dude, you got to put, put under yeah. control. You Maddie, guys got a, good, guys got a good team going on, man. Yeah. You guys got a good team going on. I, what I was going to say, though, the, the, the real issue here with I see in our community as far as the coaching and also with all over, you know, is, is, is the AAU approach to these children and coaching them, okay? Mm-hmm. You can't, you, you can't uh, 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 keep giving them uh, spoons. I know the kids. I know we're supposed to feed them. I know we're supposed to bathe them and I'm supposed to show them how to bathe and do the things that they're supposed to do correct. But that's some truth. You're supposed to let them go right from that, too. So at the end of the day, when you're coaching these kids, Okay, they don't need to be be like Charles Barkley was saying. I'm not your mentor. Okay, when you're coaching them, tell them how the game got to be played. All right, basketball, football, whatever got to be done. All right, those are the sports that I dominate with. So I'm gonna talk about them. The coaches in this in this area right now are terrible, terrible. And I mean, I'm telling you, it's only because they're in those positions because they have some sort of prestige in the in in the sport. At the end of the day, the players have to be accountable, but the coaches have to start looking at it from their profession too. You know, we have we have a great great system here as far as guys, talent, a little league, high school. You know, we got Heisman Trophy guy now. We always have the Player of the Year coming out of NCAA. Man, come on, man! Coaching has to be uh, be more uh, 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 relevant. You know, and again, like I say all the time, you know, coaching is the most underrated talent. That's the reason why we love it so much in this community. We know what it looks like. You know, I'm 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 not old old enough to see the older Washington teams, but I know what it looks like. I was born just in time. So you guys have have, have a good night or have a good day, and you'll keep doing what you're hey, doing with all the, all the good guys. Yeah, appreciate that. No problem, that. Doc. You keep doing your thing. You know what you're doing, my man. Keep. It's uh, it is interesting because we've had some outstanding coaches here all the way across the board, champions. Coaches of the year, the whole nine yards. We've seen it. 
We're not a program that's not accustomed or hadn't seen it. We're not blind. Tootie's Barbecue on Twitter. Loved your interview with Al Galdi. A lot of us have just have been justifiably hard on Ron Rivera. But do you think he'd suddenly get better with new ownership? Kind of like the sneeze that unexpectedly clears your sinuses and makes you want to run a marathon. <laughs> I don't know about that, about that big of a, a move to it. But being around people, not that an owner's going to run your football program. You don't have an owner to run your football program. You have an owner to run your fundraising and your stadium and all the other things. The football people should be separated to me from everybody else and handle football. Now, they shouldn't be with the PR. They shouldn't be with your show developers. They should have nothing to do with media, in my opinion. You know, um, the worst interviews in sports win the most. You want the San Antonio Spurs job? Would you like to be the beat reporter with, with them? How about New England? How about that? Would you like that? Would you have liked to have, color, have covered Bill um, Parcells? No. No. None of the badasses love the microphone. Isn't it amazing? Not a one of them love the microphone. But all the guys looking up can't wait to swallow it. Go to sleep with it. Wake up with it. Think about it. I just I just don't get it. It makes me, oh boy, it, it, it is just almost terrible. I, um, I'm looking ahead to these games. Do you wish Mahomes didn't have the ankle injury? Is that something you can honestly admit to yourself? You'd kind of like to see him healthy? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but that's the beauty about this. Um, don't forget that Kuhan Luke missed the whole year. He got hurt against us, the commanders. He has come off surgery and still has that athleticism and escapability. Don't think he can't get out of a jam. Burrow is so such a freak. He just doesn't display his athleticism regularly because he's a he's trying to Advance the ball the quickest way, which is with your arm, not your legs. Buffalo needs to get a message to that. But the running game, the Bengals can also run it. It's balance. Give the Cowboys all the credit in the world defensively. They shut the Niners down. That's the only game I I can almost remember that the Niners didn't dictate tempo. They dictate everything. Not in this one. Not in this one. You can talk about a rookie quarterback. They ain't got nothing to do with it. He didn't turn it over. He didn't throw up on himself. He didn't wet the bed. The old guy did. That's proof to put. I'm not piling on. I'm just calling it. You all saw it. Yeah, you all saw it. I'm one to say right now that it, that it is my belief That Mahomes is having a very difficult time walking today, let alone throwing and cutting. High ankle sprain, I'm telling you, you don't want to play with it. 
Now he's unique. He's like he's got some of the MJ thing in him. They defy all the rules. Most athletes do. Because if if civilians had happened to them, what happens, every hit is a collision, a train wreck. I'm really worried about Mahomes and his escapability going up against a defensive mind that he's not defeated yet. Don't sleep on that. This is not going to be an upset, folks. To be honest with you, be the upset if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs pulled it off. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. You're on the line. Please stay on the line. 301-230-0980 is the number. We will continue. Brother Whitthorn, top of the hour. Give us a little more flavor of that Longhorn country as we get over one of the, the epic loss, once again, for the 27th straight year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.